Hi, friends. I thought I would come to you for the beach scene today. Welcome to our, there we go. It's a bit, uh, one of the things that I really like about the background that you guys normally get, the black and white one, this one here, is that you guys get the, you get the natural light from the window here. It's a, um, like I'm, facing a cupboard and my black and white, uh, the black and white stripy wall. Hey, Margaret. So I thought I would share with you the beach on this fine, fine Friday. Hope you are all fantastic and absolutely amazing. Of course you are. Of course you're fantastic and amazing. It's Friday and you're doing the work that you love to do, right? So it has to be fantastic and amazing and you're here. So you must be even more fantastic and amazing. So. Now that I've got that gabble up, I guess, <laughs> out of the way, here's the thing I want to talk with you about. So I was at the accountant this morning and we were chatting about all the things, but I kind of walked in and it's a stark difference uh, to the way that I walked in. I, I was in there, hey Sandy, hey Margaret. I was in there in March last year and then um, kind of late the year prior to get our tax sorted and well, no, my, my business tax sorted and everything else like that. And the thing that I love, first of all, about my accountant is he has a personality. You know, I think that, um, I, 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 like he's, 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 he's a performer as well, right? So he's also a, a musician. So he's got, not that accountants don't typically have personalities. There are many amazing accountants out there and they do all have personalities. But often, and, and this is kind of what we were chatting about today actually, is that they he finds it hard uh, sometimes with, with employing people because some of them just find it really hard to deal with the clients. You know, they can be brilliant at numbers and they're freaking amazing at what they do. But when it comes to actually having the conversation around numbers, it can become like, so with, with other people, it can be a little bit, um, it can be a little bit hard. And it got me thinking a little bit about how, you know, so many of us are so freaking great uh, what it is that we do and when it comes time to putting ourselves out there and to doing something a bit differently and presenting things it can you know it can feel a bit uncomfortable and it was just a really interesting insight that that, that is something that they find um, you know a bit challenging and I think this is this is really typical for a lot of people who are very data driven very logic driven um, and, and really love that kind of um, analytical type thing is that they often you know, they can, that we, we, I know I can sometimes be like this. I can get caught up in all of the detail and trying to explain and, you know, all of the ins and outs of all of the things where at the end of the day, I know that the person that I'm talking to just wants me to say yes or no, or this is what needs to happen, you know, often on your way type thing. So it was kind of really interesting. The other thing that was really super interesting is I, I mentioned to him you know, how I'm tracking. He said, oh, how are you tracking year to date? And I said, oh, we're, we're doing really well. It's, it's brilliant. You know, I've got the most amazing clients. Um, I made some big changes uh, just before I saw him last year, and I don't think I'd updated him on that. And he's like, so what are you like? What are you doing? He says, you're like, you're just. Uh, what did he say? He said, you're you're glowing. You look like you're having fun. And I said, I'm having the best fun ever. And I guess what it got me 
thinking about is, you know, I, I'm, I love a good goal, right? I love a good KPI. I love a good target. It's kind of like the, um, the, like the corporate version of me is just like, oh, yes, targets, KPIs, you know, let's have something to draw to, like to, to work towards and, you know, measure ourselves against. And, um, you know, he said, so like, what's, what's different? Cause I'd mentioned that I've tripled the business in the last, uh, in the, in the last year since I saw him last. And he said, you know, what's the thing that made that, that made the difference? And I said, no, I decided to just kind of like, you know, say, fuck it and just see what happened uh, and, and not be hung up and not be, not, uh, not have a money target. Actually, I did not have a money target in 2019. I was, I don't care. I, I care about the money. Obviously I've got to make money. I need to contribute financially to our household and, um, you know, I think like if we're in business, we're not in business for a hobby, right? We were in business to make money. So, but I've gone, you know, it didn't bother me how much money I made. Like I wasn't aiming to hit a million dollars. It would have been great if it happened. I wasn't aiming to hit whatever dollar figure. It was just this, I'm going to make it fun. I'm going to do some stuff. I'm just going to see what happens. And you know, if it works, that's great. And if it doesn't, that's great. But you know, I'd kind of throwing my hands up in the air at the start of last year or the, the end of 2018, actually. I'm just like, you know what? If this is what I'm supposed to be doing, then like come to the party <laughs> or not. And I gave myself three months. Uh, I, I'm, I'm not sure if I've shared that with you guys specifically, but gave myself three months and he's just said, wow, so you gave yourself an ultimatum. And I said, yeah. I said, I don't know what I would have done if it didn't work. You know, I, I, I might have, I, actually, I said to him, I might have ended up renovating houses or I go in, you know, I, like find a job or, you know, I don't know, bake bread and sell it. I'm like, I don't, I don't know what I would have done, uh, but it just, it had to be fun. It had to be helpful. And he said, wow, well, the numbers show the numbers show that he said, like you, you, you feel like you're back. And I said, I am so fucking back. It's not funny. Now he said, fuck before I did. <laughs> That's how, you know, you've got a good accountant. Shout out to, you know, I love you. You know, I love you. Uh, so that was really interesting. Um, and you know, for accountants that like are, are typically generally known for being quite conservative, right? And uh, and quite straight laced. And this guy is a consummate professional. He is is just he's really really great at um, really great at his job. Has a real understands my level of understanding. I'm really intelligent, but then there are things you'll start talking about, and he's like. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah, and I'm like, can you say that again? And then I'm like, yeah, okay, I think I've got it. And then I'm like, all right, I'll send that to mum. She'll work that out because mum's my CFO. So she'll go and work all that shit out because I'm just like, there are some things I need to know and there's some things I don't need to know. So that was really interesting. Um, the, the other really kind of cool thing, I suppose, that came out of that, that came out of the conversation was... You know, to me, and we didn't articulate in a in the thing, but it was after I got out of the appointment and I was like, you know what? I really lived by this, if it's not a hell yes, it's a, it's a hell no in the last 18 months specifically. Oh, coming up two years now. And yeah, 18 months actually. Because uh, we're only just January. I'm thinking we're already well into 2020 and we're not. And it's like, you're in, I mean, like feel like I'm in this kind of like time vortex. It's really weird. Um, 
And this was kind of reflected. I've had a, oh, check this out. I've got a tool called my, my Web of Awesome. It is really cool. Some of you will have seen this and it's a, it's a tool that I use with clients to help them um, map out some of their marketing and their stuff. And it's quite, it's quite a complex, but really amazingly simple. <laughs> How's that for a, uh, is it, what is it like the, 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 oh, I don't know. You know what I mean? The contradiction It's a, it's a living and breathing contradiction. And, um, I had it, I had this printed like design, my graphic designer did it and she's, I've sent it through, she sent it through to me. I'm like, yeah, I think this looks really, really awesome. And I printed it off and I've gone, ah, oh. like I, I had it printed at Officeworks. So the, the, the color printing is supposed to be like immaculate. Um, the, the whole thing is supposed to be brilliant and I've printed it off and I've gone, well, fuck. My web of awesome is not that awesome. <laughs> it looks a bit not great. So I, it came out and I've just kind of gone, this is not a hell yes. So I've emailed her and this is another woman. I guess it's the importance of having a really great freaking team, right? I've emailed her and I've said, look, um, I love it digitally, digitally, uh, but print it off. It just doesn't, it just doesn't, it's just not awesome like let me know when you're free and we'll have a chat about it so we hopped on the phone yesterday and i've just gone you know what this is this web of awesome it's like it's not really that awesome right it, it looks great but how can we you know make it really amazing and and i guess it's this thing between the functionality of something that needs to happen it's a bit like the accountant and and anything else that you've got you know you've got to have the functionality of something but i also really really thrive when things are aesthetically pleasing. So I, my office now has the, the three or four different backdrops. So we've got the black and white formal wall there. We've got like the graffiti kind of like grungy kind of wall there. We've got the beautiful beach wall back here. And then we've got the the, the windows to the pool outside, which I'll, um, oh, I've decided I'm gonna use that as a background as well on different days. But I suppose, you know, I think things that for me to thrive and for my creativity to really flow, I like things to be aesthetically pleasing. So from my office not being cluttered, um, from things being just, you know, in their, in their place and really nice and, and stuff like that. And the house is really reflective of that the, way that, the way that I keep the house. And I looked at this thing and I'm like, this is not, this is just not working for me. It's not something that I'm proud to put my name to. Uh, it's like my book. I'm just like, when I saw the cover that, that's been designed, I'm like, yeah, bang. That's, I love that. That's amazing. Uh, when the content map that a lot of you guys have, have got my, my visible content map, you know, when I first saw that, I was like, hell yes, this is awesome. So, you know, I, I guess it's like, if it's, if it's not pleasing, if it's not easy, if it's not aesthetically, you know, if it doesn't look good, feel good, sound good, smell good, I find it really hard to be really productive. But I suppose it's like, it's knowing these things and I'm very uh, flow driven. And I know a lot of you are very, very flow driven, but I'm also really kind of structure driven as well. And so this is where, again, like the conversation with the accountant, I'm like, okay, from a functionality perspective, this is what I do with my money. I actually, with every deposit that comes into my account, unless it's a transfer from you know one of my accounts to the business account, 
every dollar that, that you guys pay me when you buy a product or you buy a service, you buy a program or you buy an event or whatever it is that you do, every day I log into my bank account and I transfer 50% of it goes over into, a, into my tax account. 10% goes over into a GST account. 10% goes over into another account that's for expenses. And like for event, like um, odd expenses, like when I buy, when I buy, I don't buy, I don't buy hotels. Uh, but when I, when I book the, the hotel rooms and the venue rooms for Visible Live, for instance, it's coming up in May. So I've got that account kind of sitting over there as a separate thing, just with the, the money for it to go over into there. Hey, Peter. So I, I do that and then the money that's left over is is the like for marketing, for mentoring, for you know, whatever it is that, that needs to be paid for. And that structure, like Noel's gone, well that that really makes sense because he said, I oh, like otherwise you can be, you know, hustling to find the money for different things. I'm like, yeah, and it's just it's can be a freaking nightmare. Cause I like buying stuff. So because it looks good, right? Or it smells good, sounds good, feels good, uh, makes me feel good. It's aesthetically pleasing. It's like I didn't need an ocean on my wall, but you know, it's pretty freaking great. I love a, I love a surface paradise sunrise. And this is what I get to look at every day. Um, so that was the things that, 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 were the, that were the really key insights. So having a system in place so that you've got the, almost like a safety net, right? So the way that I treat my money is like that. The, the fact that I've got an accountant who understands me, gets me, is of similar thinking. He's got the subtle art of not giving a fuck in his office. I'm like, yes, I like that. I didn't talk about it, but I saw it. Um, he said fuck before I did. That's always a winner. Um... And then having that ability to have like a conversation, a really open and frank conversation around where things are at, where things are going and the key things, because it prompts reflection, the key things that have, have made the, the business, the marketing, the delivery, the, the client successful is something that's really important to analyze. Knowing the things that, that work for you, if it's not a hell yes, it's a hell no, like the conversation I had with my designer yesterday. Um, my graphic designer yesterday, that sounded like I had a designer for my clothes, which I will one day. I will have a designer. Actually, I have got a designer. I'm having a costume created for Visible Live that's happening in May. Oh my God, I am so excited. You guys, it is uh, one of the things. So here's, you wanna know something that really scares me? Okay, I'll tell you. One of the things that I have really, that I've really, really loved about uh, 2019 was the ability to kind of play up a little bit more into the performer element of, of me, particularly with live events. And you guys will have seen that with some of the photos that I shared last year, like with the, the gold glitter, the gold sequin jackets and the glitter on my face and, and this, that and the other. And I just freaking love it. And so I've had this idea of, um, of, of ramping that up again to it to further enhance the experience for you guys in the room with with the learning and, and it's it's relevant, right? It's not just me just going, well, like this is what I'm gonna do and I don't care if it's helpful, like it has to always be helpful. So one of the things that I've got going on through there is I, I'm having this costume created and oh my God, the thing that scares me about it is that it is so far away from the way that I've done things in the past. It's just going to be um, 
it's going to be fun. It's just going to be a really amazing and fun experiment. So that scares me a little bit. Um, I think it's really important to do things that scare you, right? And and it's where we get to grow and we go, yes, that was freaking awesome or holy hell, I am never doing that again. So it'll be interesting to see um, how that plays out this year. I'm really, I'm really looking forward to seeing that. Uh, so on that note, though, I was chatting to my designer yesterday, uh, or the day before actually, who's who's designing and, and creating this custom made costume for me, and um, I guess like the the one of the things that it kind of made me feel, and this is what I wanted to talk with you about what I'm launching on Monday. I'm so fucking excited about it because I imagined myself wearing this costume, and I, I had music coming like this is kind of like how how my programs get named and how often how I will write copy it's like I I hear sounds and and songs and feel things and so to the point where like I'm on a mentoring call this morning at six o'clock and broke out into song uh at least twice maybe even three times at different at, at different intervals that were completely relevant um just because that's how that's just what happened so anyway like I was thinking about this costume and this song came in and it's Beyonce's like who runs the world and I'm just like oh my god could you imagine like what what this would look like this is going to be really cool and I've got oh who runs the world girls who runs the world girls and so I'm like oh costume done like and then and from imagining myself in my costume on the stage and imagining you in your costume on a stage was how I've written the sales page and I haven't typed it up yet. It's still living in my journal. But, oh golly, so exciting. But this program, so just to let you know, it's going to go for seven days and we're going to, like, we're going to create the space first of all. So I'm a huge advocate, like I've said to you guys, about cleaning, clearing space for the good stuff to come in. And part of that is doing the energetic clearing. So we've got to, we've, we've got to like cut cords. We've got to get rid of the, the things that have been, any of the things that have been holding us back. And I think there's a lot of stuff that we hang on to because things have, I haven't worked in the past um, because people have said things or not said things in the past because, you know, whatever it is, you know, we, we tend to make decisions for today and tomorrow based on and knowledge of things that have already gone. And and that, I mean, experience is a great thing, but sometimes those things just don't serve us. So we wanna just kind of clear the way. So they can be things like the money stories that you've got in your head, money clutter, uh, household clutter, hey, Tani, uh, all of that kind of thing. So we're gonna do that on day one. We're just gonna be clearing, 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 clearing the space getting clear on your money, getting clear on your financial goals, getting clear on all of that so that you can then move forward. And the second day we're getting into alignment. Uh, the third day we're looking at uh, one of the things that I think has worked really freaking well that we can actually kind of emulate are things like we've seen uh, Celeste Barber do wonderful, instigate really wonderful things uh, in in the world, given the nature of the bushfires that have been going on, I mean, for months, but the the ferocity seems to have, and, and obviously like the global notoriety has really kicked up um, in the last couple of weeks. And so to see her instigate this and then see obviously like the snowball effect that's happened uh, as a result of all of that is something that we can actually really learn from, from a business perspective, from a marketing perspective, from a positioning perspective, and from an influencing perspective. So we're going to have a look at that on day three. 
On day four, we're gonna talk about showing up daily, talk about journaling, the journal prompts that I use uh, literally every day to write in the, the kind of life that I want, the kind of experiences that I want, the kind of clients that I wanna work with. Um, it, it's really, um, it's really interesting. Another thing I said to Noel today was that I I made the decision at the at the towards the end of 2018 and I didn't believe that it would necessarily come true. Right? I made the decision that I was only going to work with people who were not, you know, needy. And and, and I guess like to me like a, a needy client is is someone who is unresourceful, who's kind of unwilling to do the work, who is, um, you know, sitting in a place of, of 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 almost being a victim, right? There are people out there who absolutely need a bit more hand holding. I don't, they're not needy to me, right? If you need a bit more hand holding and you're being resourceful about it, then that is absolutely fine. But the needy people, you know, they're like you you know what they're like. You you know people in your normal worlds like this where um they are they're just kind of like clingy and vampire-y and you feel like like physically emotionally mentally drained just from being around them like it might be their negativity it might be the way that they are and i put this thing in place where i'm like i am not working with anyone who is not that they they cannot be needy they will be amazing resourceful driven motivated fun funny attractive uh, vibrant, um, resourceful, and brilliant at what it is that they do, or what it is that they want to do, and and I said this was like this is a really big thing for me, um, because I, I felt like I needed to be available to help everyone, right? I felt like uh, this is going back, you know, really, eighteen months, two years ago. I felt like I had to be available to help all the people, uh, not. The, not not for free, right? But if somebody was like, "Oh, Nicola, you know, I really want to come into your program," and and maybe they didn't fit the, you know, the the, um, you know, the the preconceived notion of what I, of, of who I really wanted to work with, I would take them on if if it was someone that I could see that I could really help. But the problem with that is that you know then you can end up trying to be all things to all people or or trying to do absolutely all of the things that you just don't really want to do right and i've been really trying to get away from doing the a lot of the the manual work and and the and some of the training that i've been doing for a really long time and i was like okay well i'm gonna go and put this decision i put this decision in place i wrote it in my journal i was affirming it affirming it affirming it and I started to like, as the year progressed, like the, the, the people coming through were more and more amazing. The, the clients coming through were more amazing. Even if I didn't work with the people, the people who were coming into my life and into my experience were more and more amazing. And I've got to put that down to journaling uh, relentlessly, um, not relentlessly, religiously, like every day, almost like every, every certainly every weekday. And putting this down to the line in the sand, and really just deciding that you know what, if it's not, if it's if it's not fun, I'm not doing it. If they're not amazing, I'm not doing it. Um, it that that was it was a really powerful thing for me. So that's one of the things we're going to be talking about within who runs the world as well. 
we're going to look at how to monetize your offers, how to put things out there and uh, the daily sales activities that you need to do and, and things like that. If you're really wanting to make money online from your, you know, your, the magic, the the things that you do, the beautiful gifts that you've been blessed with and the people that you want to help. We're also going to have a look at measuring it. So uh, it was really good. Like Noel said to me today, he's like, okay, so where are you at year to date? And I've gone, well, I can tell you. And I've opened up my laptop and I've opened up my spreadsheet and I've gone, well, this is what I've done in sales and this is what I've done in cash. And, you know, it's just really, it's just really brilliant. So we've got to have a look at measuring. Um, not because I want to get caught up in the KPIs around your revenue and your finances, but the thing that is not measured is ignored and the thing that's not measured doesn't mean anything. So we want to make sure that we are keeping our finger on the pulse resourcefully with what's going on, whether it's with your leads, whether it's with your money, whether it's with the number of clients, whether it's with your the activity and the volume of activity that you're putting out. Measuring things is really important. So we're gonna have a look at that, but releasing the outcome of it. Right? or releasing the need to, uh, or the pressure of, of having to hit certain things. And then the other thing, the final day is all about dealing with self-sabotage. Oh yeah, that little puppy. Uh, it comes up, right? It, it could be endless uh, scrolling on Facebook. Um, it could be you knowing that you've got to launch a program and you don't do it. It might be that you know that journaling makes you feel really great, but you don't create the time and space to do it. Maybe you've got body goals. I was saying to my husband today, I said, like he said, oh, do my, do my arms look bigger and musclier? And I said, oh yeah, maybe. And I said, do mine? And he's like, I don't know. Do you want your arms bigger? And I said, I want them more muscly. <laughs> he's like, really? I said, yeah. So, um, you know, it would be like me wanting, you know, wanting to build a bit more muscle, wanting to feel a bit more, um, you know, it's just, that's just how I want to be. I just want to have, uh, that's how I want my body to grow over this year. And, um, you know, I guess like with that, it would be like not going to the gym, right? It would be like, going, oh, I'm feeling a bit tired. Like I was really tired this morning getting up, got up, did the six o'clock call and that was fine. And if I didn't have the 6am call, I probably wouldn't have gone to the gym because I was just like, <sighs> so we're going to get rid of all of the self-sabotage and, and really, again, get clear on what we need to do to move forward. We're also going to have a look at dealing with the feedback. Um... An instance that I think is really interesting is when people will, um, particularly when you're in a position of leadership, which you guys are and, and or certainly will be when, when you're out there and you're marketing yourself as someone who knows what they're talking about, an expert, not the expert, but, but when you position yourself as an expert, it can be a little bit, it can feel a little bit like you're standing on a stage and you're making yourself available for anything that could be thrown at you, right? Rotten tomatoes, dirty knickers, um, or roses and fabulous things. Um, and, and I guess like one of the things that can happen is that, that people can often feel like they need to give you feedback or share their opinion about what you should or shouldn't be doing, right? And I think that there's there's a way that we've got to 
prepare ourselves for how we deal with feedback, whether it's positive, negative, um, and knowing that a lot of people are well-intentioned, a lot of people are also not well-intentioned. A lot of people are just full of their own whatever, full of themselves, basically. And um, I, I think it's really um, a really interesting conversation to have around how we deal with that. Because when you know, I guess, like we... we for me, what I think is, you know, if somebody decides to to say, oh, well, maybe you should do this, I'm kind of like, okay, you know, thanks for your opinion. That's great. Um, if it's like a, a negative feedback situation, or not a negative feedback, constructive, we'll say constructive feedback. Hey, Carol. Hey, Susan. And, um, you know, to me, I'm just like, okay, I always try to put myself in the other person's shoes. So I had a, a message from someone the other day saying, oh, I've had someone um, accuse me of X, Y, Z, you know, how would you respond to this? And my first thing is, well, it's off of my, like, they did what? Like, who are they? What's their address? I'll go around there and, you know, we'll give them a what for. And, and then like literally three seconds later, I'm like, okay, done. Great. You know, done. All right. How do we be gracious about this? How do we be kind? Because we don't know what that person's going through. We don't know what their experience is. We don't know what their motivation is. And so for me, I think there is a, there's a, it's almost like a, a skill that we can develop to tap into that. Well, hang on. Like, it's almost like tapping back into your inner power, right? And then coming back and, and being gracious and kind, but also firm. You know, I, 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 the, the way that I would respond to kind, this kind of stuff is I'm, I'm gracious, I'm kind, but then it doesn't leave an opening for them to come back and respond again, right? And I mean, sometimes they might, but at that point in time, I'm like, I'm done with the conversation. I've said my bit. I don't need to prove to anyone anything, right? I'm, it's not, this is not a debate where, you know, they can, um, you know, say something and then I'm like, blah, blah, or I'll do my reply and then they say something and then I reply. No, 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 no. It's like, they'll say something and I think that, that everybody needs, uh, deserves um, to be acknowledged unless it's like a stupid troll and then, you know, they don't, they don't really deserve to be acknowledged. Um, but if it's, if somebody's taken the time to email you or message you or do something, then I think there is a way that we can deal with the feedback. So we're going to talk about how to do that, but really about tapping back into your inner power around that. Um, and then also talking about the, the constant reinvention cycle, which I think I was thinking about this with my hair is like we're in, I'm in hair rehab, right? So my hair extensions are out which I am very disappointed about. And anyway, that's a whole other, that's a whole different live stream right there. But I know that over the years, you know, I go through these, these periods of reinvention, not necessarily, uh, well, certainly with my programs and, and things like that, but also within me. And I think there's something, there is something to be said about people who remain consistent at their core, but they also keep kind of like reinventing. And, and I, I think about Madonna, actually with this and you know she's the kind of woman who she's she's always a musician right she's a music artist she's like freaking amazing but she also always goes through these periods of reinvention taylor swift is another one like the vehicle is music but she reinvents herself katie perry she didn't get my nails done 
yesterday and in in the store where I get my nails done they've got this big ass TV up on the thing and then sometimes they'll have um sometimes they'll have uh, I don't I don't know I uh, some some like some Asian singers singing in um not English uh, singing not in English and you know some days I'm in there and I'm just like I don't even understand what they're saying but they look like they're having a great time uh, I'm not I think they might be Korean and um but yesterday I'm sitting in there and I and I'm watching it and Katy Perry is is coming on and watched a couple of her couple of her music clips I'm like she's um almost like with each album they they reinvent themselves I thought that's fucking brilliant it's that's there's so much power in that but they're still remaining who they are, still remaining true to who they are at their core, right? So I think, again, a little bit like Celeste Barber and the way that she's shown up, I think there is lots of different things that we can, uh, business lessons that we can draw on from from people like that in, in those kinds of things. So that's pretty much uh, what Who Runs the World is all about. So you're going to feel really ramped revved up, ready to go, uh, nice and clear, right? Because we're going to get rid of the shit and then we're going to layer in all of the great, empowering, motivating, inspiring things so that you can really start to move forward and, and get yourselves out there in a really big way this year. Because I was reading something earlier today um, about the, what was it about the, the number of the year? It's like a, like this where... If you're into energy at all um, and things like that, I mean, I am, and what did I read? It was something about um, 2020 being a really, I can't even, I can't see it. Sorry, it's not handy. I can't see it. I did read it this morning though. Isn't that irritating? Um, oh, here we go. As we enter the new decade of 2020 to 2030, let us remember that 10 symbolizes the magic number of increase. So let's give us thanks for increased goods on every level, both for ourselves and for others. And some of the things that I journal actually um, is around the, like when I, you know, I always, I always pay my bills on time or before. When I'm paying something, it's always with that, you know, thank you, thank you, thank you. And I, you know, I'm grateful to receive 10 times this back in universal abundance. So it's going to be a really great year. I think it's going to be a really great freaking decade, actually. Um, so there you go. Who Runs the World will be released. It's not released yet. It will be released on Monday. Really excited to step you through that. The visual that I had when I was writing the sales page, and you'll see it when it comes out, was of, um, you remember when Beyonce performed at the Super Bowl? And it was just that, um, like there was all that, that marching and kind of like the foot stamping, and it was just, you know, that's the kind of feeling that you'll, um, that you'll imagine as you're reading the sales page come Monday when I release it. So very, very exciting. Uh, Sandy, I'm in a constant reinventing cycle at the moment. Even yesterday, I got a completely different sign for the direction I should go. Oh, wow. That's exciting. How fun. Yes, Susan, self-sabotage is an interesting one, isn't it? I mean, that can look like, it can look like just not doing the things that you need to do. You know, being, I mean, I, I've been that whingy, whiny bitch 
um, who's like, oh, I don't blah, blah. Not very often, but sometimes I've been that person that's like, oh my God, I don't want to do a live stream today. I'm too tired. Oh, my hair's really shit. Or, you know, whatever it is that's been going on. Or, I don't want to go to the gym. Or, you know, no one's going to buy. Or, you know, you, you don't do the things that you know you need to do before going and doing the thing. It's like if you've got a job interview and then you roll up in uh, like a job interview at a bank, but you roll up in, I don't know, like your denim, your denim short shorts and a, and a sports bra. You know, they're not gonna, they, they, they've already, they form their first impressions so quickly. It's classic self-sabotage. So, you know, we've all done it. Um, we all know what it looks like, but it's really making sure that you've got some tools and strategies in place to be able to mitigate that. Oh, look, we've got hair going all over the place. Great. Uh, oh, Margaret, thank you. I love my kind of fun. Because uh, I'm, I'm a bit of a, a silly person. I'm a, I'm a silly human. We were talking about that today as well, actually. You know, there are times and spaces to be professional and, and things like that. And then there's other times, like I think all the rest of the times are a fair game for fun, frivolity and silliness. And, and still, like, you still get to be productive and you still get to do the things that you want to do and, and create the change that you want to create. So there you go, my friends. I'm going to love you and leave you. This has been a longer than usual live stream. So thank you for coming and hanging out, having a play. Get out there, go help some people, have a whole shit ton of fun doing it. And remember that the world is ready for your brand of awesomeness. I will see you on Monday where we will be rolling on out who runs the world. I'm very excited about it. We'll talk then.